today's episode, we go over the difference between the IS joint and the SI joint. Many people have heard about the SI joint, but not very many have heard about the IS joint. And if you have lower back pain, it's very important to know the difference between the two because it can make a huge difference in your recovery in the long term. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. I'm Nichelle Thompson. Welcome to Everything is About Your Health, the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn. To learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health, either directly and indirectly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy and cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic, whole-body approach to healthcare. It uses manual, hands-on techniques to improve all aspects of the body, including the skeleton, joints, muscles, nerves, circulation, connective tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, and reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize BioFlex cold laser units to help accelerate healing on a cellular level. It is a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgeries, reduced and eliminated medication, and reduced or eliminated all sorts of pain. So please, Join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly and indirectly. How is everybody doing? I haven't been able to make a podcast in such a long time. It feels so good to talk to you guys. I know a few of you have been messaging me asking where my episode updates are as I usually upload every week, but I was unable to access my anchor app. It wouldn't let me log into my account, which is really strange, but I'm thinking it was my old phone because as soon as I got a new phone, which was as of yesterday, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Let's see if I can get into it. And boom, lo and behold, I am speaking to you right now. And I have had so many topics that went through my head and I'm kind of kicking myself now because it's been several weeks and I don't remember all the topics, but I want to speak to the last client that I saw today in terms of back pain. Back pain is one of the most common complaints that I get at the clinic. I probably see if I were to say say I see 12 people a day for example, I will see at least five to six people at least who have back pain to some extent or will need their lower back treated in some way shape or form because it's related to and affecting their hip their mid back it's affecting their neck it's affecting their knee it's affecting their ankle right the body is a complete and um you know it's just it's connected right you can't just treat an ankle and um, not affect the knee which doesn't affect the hip so this last client in particular he's had back pain on and off for years and it gets better but then it comes back and always pulls and this is what he said it always pulls and gives him issues in the same exact spot so All of you know that my love for the basics of mechanics is very, very high. 
so we know what we're doing we're saying okay let's look at the overall pattern of how the stance is let's see where things are pulling and now let's see how things are moving well right away when we check to see if the is joint so that's the anonymate bone that big hip bone on the side if it's moving well and freely along the sacrum the tailbone on the left it moved beautifully on the right next to no movement so i said okay let's put you on your left side and i'm going to check to see the movement when you're lying in your side with no muscles contracting i want to see how the joint itself is moving for those who don't know, when you're checking passively the axes of movement of the IS joint, again, that's the anonymous bone moving on the sacrum, tailbone, it has eight movement. And he was stuck in all eight movements, all of them. And he just kind of laughs because, you know, men, you know, don't really take care of themselves. So he's like, oh, well, you know, it got better and I didn't have pain. And like, yeah, but this happened several times in your life. But anyways, we finally got that hip moving. So then we retest, okay, it's moving a lot better. But then I'm like, huh, there's something still a little fishy because when you, we redid the test, which he uh, was facing the wall, he just put his fingertips resting on the wall just to help with balance. And then he brought his knee upwards as if he was trying to take a step up onto the first step of a ladder. And then I said, okay, do the other side. I then noticed his tailbone was side bending quite a bit. It was almost curving right off the side. So then now you have to think, okay, so we just looked at the anonymous bone, the IS joint. Now let's look at the SI joint. And now let me just stop right there because some of you are confusing. Well, what's the difference between the IS joint and the SI joint? I never heard of IS joint. Normally people just say SI joints. You hear a lot of chiropractors, physios, especially on YouTube, Instagram, they talk about SI, 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 SI joint. So a lot of people know what the SI joint is. So the SI joint is the same joint as the IS joint. The reason why you call one SI and one IS is you are just putting and looking and testing the one structure over the other and how it moves on one or the other. So for example, what I just said, when we were testing the IS joint, that was testing that anonymous bone, the big kind of plate bone, the big kind of hips um, there on the side. We were checking the movement there on the sacrum as I said, so now the SI joint, we're then now having him in a seated position, so locking those hip bones, right? Because the sit bone is the same bone as that big hip kind of plate-shaped bone that you feel on the sides of your hips. And when you roll forward, I'm checking to see how the tailbone sticks on those bones. And holy moly, did he ever have stick points on the left side. So that's why when I did that other test again, what we were finding is because that didn't come up at first, the body was compensating for that dysfunction and hiding it. So I originally couldn't see that. So we unlocked the one area that was compensating to accommodate for that major biomechanical dysfunction. And then that freed up a lot of space. So then boom, it came up. We were making the invisible visible. 
So we just do a couple techniques to correct his alignment. In his particular case, his tailbone was stuck rotating forward. So we did a simple muscle energy technique to manipulate those mechanics to get the axes of rotation, especially on the oblique axis. And if I'm losing some of you, don't worry about it. I'm, it's a fancy way of saying we did a couple muscle contractions to have the body move itself back in the proper positioning so it doesn't feel threatened and tighten back up to um, basically reject the treatment in any way, shape, or form. So that muscle energy technique took, we restored some extension ability in his lumbar spine and we finished off with a little bit of laser therapy to kind of get the ball rolling with getting rid of the inflammation in the area and he noted right away as soon as he stood up that he was able to stand a lot straighter and he wasn't hunched forward basically um, you can imagine it. So you know how when you stand, you have that nice curve in your lower back or you should have a curve in your lower back. Well, his was reversed to the point that it was almost straight. That's how much his back muscles were tensed and that he was curving and tensing forward. So I didn't really even touch his muscles. I didn't do any um, soft tissue work. I didn't do any manipulation that way. We basically used and manipulated the joints and the ligaments and the muscles themselves by contracting in a way that they didn't feel intimidated to let go and they felt that things in the tailbone area and the lower back area were sitting in a way that they felt comfortable and confident to release the tension that was causing him to be curved forward. If you're thinking, wow, there's a lot of similarities with myself, maybe that's my problem. The one thing you guys have to note is no person is the same. So my client there who was dealing with that, he would have a lot different stresses going through his body than you would. He's a mechanic, he's bending forward all day, lifting things, rotating. Whereas if you're doing desk work, then you're, or if you had a really bad fall on your tailbone, for example, definitely there's going to be some differences. So you have to take that into consideration when assessing. So always the basics are the same, but there's also other considerations like strength and past injuries to the ankles, to the knees, to the actual hip, um, hip bones themselves and uh, muscle strains and bad injuries and concussions even. And um, that is why it's important to take such a detailed history because although some things are black and white, generally when you get into the amazing world of clinical therapy, manual osteopathy, athletic therapy, bioflex cold laser, and I do also offer massage therapy at my clinic as well. I do have a therapist there. We do take time to explore all the options to get an understanding of how the clients are actually moving, unlocking that, restoring any muscles that aren't activating properly, restoring any movement patterns that way so that you guys can be set up for the best optimal pathway to heal and recover. As always, I so miss finishing my podcast like this. As always, guys, if you have any questions for me, please email me. I leave my email in the links below. And also, email me if you have any suggestions of podcast episodes that you want to hear from 
me in the future. So if you have a specific question and I can somehow work that into a podcast, I'd be happy to because odds are if you have that question, others uh, just like you have that same question. So please do not feel afraid to reach out to me. Thank you very much for all your patience and your dedications to stay with me and your understanding for me not being able to make podcast episodes for the last few weeks. I missed you all. Thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it to be educational and know someone who would benefit. This is Nichelle Thompson on Everything is About Your Health, the podcast.